came to Hope as this new youth pastor. And to be honest, not really on like uh, the best note of the youth ministry. Um, and so I was eager and nervous and excited to see what this group was going to be like. And um, it kind of, st- you know, everyone was real excited to meet this new guy. And who is he? What's he all about? And about three weeks in, we did this mission trip in San- to San Francisco. And uh, I'm thinking, like, okay, this is ground zero. This is where I make these relationships. This is where, you know, they're really going to see me for a week. And, and I guess one of the, the first people that I really had, I felt like, any sort of, like, more than beyond the surface connection was with Connor Ensign. And, you know, you think it sound, sounds meaningful, but our connection began with the first night of the mission trip. We saw a taco stand down the street. <laughs> and when everyone fell asleep, me, Connor, and Seth woke up and went down to the taco stand. And I felt like they looked at each other, they looked at me like, yeah, this dude's awesome. <laughs> and I have, I have a million other things to say, but he is one of the, the first, and that memory just brings so many smiles to my face. So, Connor, since you are the first memory, would you do the honors coming first? We'll see how this goes. Um, I don't know. I don't have a lot to say. I have, like, two main things I want to say. Um, I don't know. I've gone, grown up in this church, gone to middle school group, gone to high school group. Aaron, yeah, he came. Um, And it was good, though, because honestly, this last year, um, I haven't realized how much the gospel has been, like, taught and how much he like, want it to be taught to us, you know? Because um, I never thought about it like that, and I never, I guess, thought about the gospel like that. Um, <clears throat> so, like, one of the things I have to say is that, like, don't take that for granted, because you're not going to get that everywhere, okay? Like, he is one of the most, like, how do I say this? Uh, like, meaningful preachers about the gospel when it comes to that, because he ties everything into it. And that's what it's supposed to be like. Um, and that's what I've noticed this past year, at least what I've opened up my heart to this last year. Um, I'm pretty sure we even get in this book as a present. I already have it because he gave it to me like three years ago. But um, I don't know. I just wanted to read something out of it because I started reading it on the mission trip, even though I got it three years ago. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so there's this um, section that's like my daily protection. And I'll just pretty much read most of it. It says, As long as I am inside the gospel, I experience all the protection I need from the powers of evil that rage against me. It is for this reason that the Bible tells me to take up and put on the whole armor of God. And the pieces of armor it tells me to put on are all merely synonyms for the gospel. Translated literally from the Greek, they are the salvation, the justification, truth, the gospel of peace, the faith, and the word of God. So that God would tell me to take up and put on this gospel armor alerts me to the fact that I do not automatically come into each day protected by the gospel. In fact, these commands imply that I am vulnerable to defeat and injury unless I seize upon the gospel and arm myself with it from head to toe. So when I was reading that, I was like, I didn't really understand. Well, I understood it, but I was like, we don't 
have the gospel each day. Like, you know, we're all, we can ask God into our hearts and we're saved, but the gospel, we don't think about it like that. You know, we don't think about it as the armor of God. You know, we take it up and we put it on each day for our protection, you know, because we are vulnerable each day um, to defeat. And so going back to Aaron preaching the gospel every day or every Sunday um, and living his life like that and then leading our lives to live like that as well has been a big part of my last year here. Um, And then the second thing is, like, these are your people, okay? You know, you're not going to get these people anywhere else. Um, And that's because it all is surrounded by one thing, you know, your love for God. Um, And, like, these have been the most, like, meaningful relationships and friendships I've had over the years. Because, like, I haven't stayed up till 10.30 out in the parking lot talking to anyone except for Blake. Or going to one and go to McDonald's one in the morning talking with Alex. Or just talking to Bella or Nicole or even Keegan this last year, you know. You don't have those kinds of friendships and relationships who aren't Christians, you know. And I just encourage you guys to be mindful of that. Because I've been here the past four years in high school, and there was a time where I, like, overlooked that and didn't really dive into the opportunity of all these friendships. I kind of just was like, you know, yeah, they're friends, right? You know, you guys are just like everyone else. Well, you're not, you know? Like, these are friends that last a lifetime, and I'm really grateful for those. So, yeah, these are your people, and just really take the opportunity to learn more about them and how you can serve each other and God more through each other. So, yeah, that's all I have to say. Yeah, so, spoiler alert, there is one of those books, and uh, they, get three, they get three books, and one of them is the Gospel Primer. So, if I've already given you that book, which is very possible, your responsibility now is to find someone who you can give a copy to. Um, it's a great book. Um, next, um, this person always surprises me um, because they came rushing into our he came rushing into our lives, and he's only been here for a little bit, but he's made such an impact on me and the rest of the group. I'm talking about none other than Tim, and um, there's a lot of things I could say, but one memory I have in particular, um, I don't know what it was that night, but. I'm sitting here trying to give a message and preach, and more or less, I just felt like, man, I'm not connecting with anyone. They're, like, talking, and I see, like, three of them, like, just falling asleep, and, <laughs> and I'm just, like, doing everything I can just to engage, and I, and I just made eye contact with Tim, and he's just, like, <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, like, that, and, and that always happens a little bit. There's always, I could tell there's one person, like, really tracking, but Tim that night was just, like, laser focus, and I remember, like, I did one of those pauses where you maybe thought it was, like, a, a pause for, like, the sermon, but I thought about that. I was like, if only he hears this, this is worth me putting forth energy and effort, and you gave me that motivation, and I was like, I'm going to preach this now. Let's do this, right? <laughs> um, so I, I just look at those, those eyes, and, and I think even after that, you came up to me, and um, that was maybe your third week here. And you said, oh, I, that message was so great. And, and then you stuck it out, and you're here, and you're playing piano. And so 
Uh, thank you for that, Tim. So, Tim, why don't you come up and say a few words for us? Hello, everyone. <laughs> My name is Tim. Uh, <laughs> um, This is my first and last year here as the student at the youth group. And uh, for those who you don't know me, I'm from Vietnam. And uh, seeing everyone has their parents uh, come to the to the to the youth group night, I miss my parents. Wish they can. They could be here. <laughs> okay. Um, so I want to make a big thank you to um, Nicole, who had brought me here the first time. Um, she... She... Um, Sometimes she's late, but <laughs> she's always there and uh, pick me up even though it's late at night. <laughs> Sometimes my sister like, where are you? <laughs> and um, just hearing like, I'm with Nicole and all friends, she's like, okay. <laughs> um, so big thing for that, um, driving me the whole year, whole year long, even though it's not for youth group like purposes only. You drive me to school and, and thank you for that. Um, uh, okay, so <laughs> something that I want to share um, with you guys um, about my, my year at youth group. Um, at first, I feel very like intimidating and intimidated, and mm, try to know everyone. And I feel like, oh, just a guy from another country, and no one cares about me. But I was wrong. Without like my family here, you guys are the family that I have at youth group, and I feel like God has connected us together, and. Um, um, and um, for those of you who are having a chance to go to mission trip, I encourage you to go because not for the finance purposes that I cannot go. Uh, I couldn't go because uh, about the documentation that prevent me from getting back to the United States. Um, that's the only thing that I regret that if I was born here, I wish I could go to the mission trip that uh, will impact life um, of the Mexican people. And um, at first, I was like, oh my goodness, I don't have money. I don't have <laughs> finance. Uh, and I just pray God that he will provide it. He will provide the financial support for me, and he did. But the only thing that I couldn't go was the documentation, the visa that prevented me from going. So um, 
I wish that everyone who was born in the United States, which you guys all are, <laughs> uh, can go to the um, mission trip and not worry about the finance because he's our provider and he's rich, so. <laughs> um, so um, my tips for students who are um, struggling with um, school and uh, like the amount of work or everything in the busy life. Um, I have a one verse for you guys. Seek the first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. I know that school, sport, and friends and all the events are keep chasing us and uh, we all busy and we don't have time for God. And um, I want to encourage you guys that uh, if you want the wisdom and all the things that in life um, add unto you, you have to serve him first. And uh, I have experienced that during um, my, my senior year. I don't know any experience about public high school. I transferred from private school to um, the public school, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, I heard about like bad people in public school where they swear and like dress code, and <laughs> and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> so um, pray and um, seek. God first, I encourage you guys to do that um, every day and He will protect you from those um, negativity from the public school and I have experienced that. Even though I hear a lot of swear words and I'm like a foreigner and I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like curious about stuff and but <laughs> God has protected me and He doesn't let me like spoke those words out, which is <laughs> I'm thankful for. Um, so um, okay, so talking about the mission trip, God has two answers for us: not yet or uh, yes or not yet. I have something bigger or best for you. So this mission trip, He says that not yet, maybe next year, but I believe that He will. Yeah, <laughs> he will. Um, he will um, let me go um, somewhere to serve his people, and I always hope that um, next year I will be going with you guys again and um, impact people's life and share the gospel. And um, and. Um, my last point is um, ask for help because I'm a foreigner, so I don't know like English well. Okay, so I have to tell you guys the airport story. <laughs> so when I first came to the United States, I know like no word in English. <laughs> the um, security guys call me over. I'm like, oh no, trouble. <laughs> he called me over and he spoke something. I'm like, what? And then I don't understand. I didn't understand. And he said something, I'm like, yes. And then he was like, 
<laughs> and I was like freaking out, and he was like, I, I, I said to him, no, no, no. And he was like, are you sure or something? And then being so confused, he just let me go, like, go. <laughs> so now, with like three years of living in the United States, with this fluency of speaking English, there's a huge thing from God that He giving you guys as like pronunciator to help me pronunciate better. And huge thanks for uh, to Avery and David who has been editing my paper, uh, <laughs> even though it's been like long. And <laughs> um, but um, just ask for help, guys, because we are here to help you with anything, even though it's like money for mission trip or editing paper or any um, struggle, any sins that you guys want to admit and when we want us to pray for, we are here to help you. And I'm here like two more years, so <laughs> uh, just contact me if you guys need help. And I was, I'm always here to help you. Um, so in short, I want to sum up that seek God, the kingdom of him and his righteousness and ask for wisdom to do success in school and also have time for God. Um, live accordingly to his word and put in the effort, study. You don't ask God, hey, I have a task coming up. Give me wisdom. I don't study, but <laughs> yeah, put in the effort of studying. And thank you for listening. Um, I'm sure at one point in all of our lives we have tried to document something by a video and throw it into iMovie and tried to put together some video and it is sloppy and uh, I don't know, I have anyways, I've tried to do stuff like that and um, it's been neat to see Brian really take off, and I guess, you know, you had been doing some of this stuff for the youth group, but I don't know, maybe it was last summer's mission trip when you made that video, and I, the first time I watched it, it gave me chills, um, like watching an artist um, make something beautiful, and I, I guess that's been one of the, the most notable memories that stick out for Brian Nemeth, so Brian, come on up. So I'm Brian, and I wanted to take a minute to talk about intentionality, because um, I think it's something that's super important to our relationships, our spiritual lives, and I feel like it's something that maybe, I don't know, I feel like I've missed out on, you know, in the years past, but I've been kind of, you know, coming around to and really reflecting on. Um, I especially just think through our lives, we're asked the questions over and over again, like, from our friends, parents, how are you doing, you know? Fine, I'm good, I'm good, fine. Um, and I think that can be kind of dangerous. Um, sometimes, um, you know, when we respond like that, because a lot of times, you know, we know that's not true. Um, 
and whatnot. So I think, uh, yeah, I really think that um, when it comes to how we respond and how we interact with others, um, we really need to kind of take a step forward, um, kind of forget our pride, put that away, um, and really uh, kind of dig deep into each other and within ourselves and with God. Um, I'll read from Proverbs twelve twenty five. It says, Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. Um, so I think it's really easy to kind of, you know, internalize what we're feeling, internalize just everyday struggles, everyday sort of things that we worry about, things that we um, want to change. Um, but I think it's uh, kind of our duty as followers of Jesus to really kind of open that up to God, open that up to other people. Um, I think, and by doing that, um, we really kind of gain this kind of closeness and this sort of, uh, yeah, this relationship that you really miss out on if you don't kind of take that step. Um, yeah, um, I, I especially think, you know, with our friends also that, uh, we, we kind of become satisfied when we hear that from other people too. Uh, you know, we ask people, how are you doing? How are you doing? Um, and they'll say, oh, yeah, you know, I'm doing fine. And they're like, oh, cool, they must be doing fine, I guess. Um, but I think sometimes we need to kind of really know and ask God and maybe not be satisfied with the answer, I guess, uh, with other people. And that way we can really, uh, yeah, kind of bring bring stuff out of people and uh, bring stuff within ourselves to really uh, connect. Um, I think the people I've really grown grown closest to throughout the years are those that, um, you know, I'm able to open up with, uh, able to talk to honestly. Um, And that way, yeah, we can really be honest and, uh, yeah, really uh, become something that you wouldn't just get normally, I think. Yeah. Well, um, the coal is next, and I really struggle to share which memory with Nicole. Um, and if anything, I just want to just say how, Nicole, I think you're the sweetest, most kind, generous, Christ-loving uh, person I've met. And um, yeah, I gotta, you, you go. <laughs> Well, I wrote all this down in case I start crying and forget everything, so, but I don't think that'll happen right now, because I've already cried a few times, but, um, yeah, it's, like, really weird. I was thinking about it yesterday. I thought about this more than just yesterday, but um, it's really weird being up here after four years, and I remember my first time at youth group when my sister brought me, and she would always talk about this Jesus guy, and now, like, four years later, I understand why, but, um, yeah, it's just been really amazing. Um, I'll definitely look back on high school and probably 20 years from now only remember this, uh, you guys, and uh, getting to 
journey and get to know Christ with all of you. And sorry, just a second. Okay, it's okay. Oh, check it off. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I just, I wrote down some things that I want you guys to all know and that um, I've kind of learned from being uh, in youth group these past four years and getting to know Christ personally. And uh, for starters, this is a very unique community that we're all a part of, and don't take that for granted. Um, it's really amazing, and it's so amazing that it makes me cry, and that's something to be thankful for, that going forth through college, like, I know most people want to rush through high school, but um, I realized, wow, this is something I'm really going to miss, and that's awesome. Um, that's awesome, and looking out at all of you, there's never really been a HOPE student ministry student mold that we all fit into. Um, it's really cool to see that diversity we have here and all the different gifts and um, that each of you have. Uh, it's just been awesome to see that God created us all so differently and um, just the love that there is in this room for each other and for the differences that we all have is just, um, it's incredible to be a part of that. And um, just remember, at youth group, there's so many things that uh, you can come here and utilize. Um, you can receive encouragement and give it out. Um, that's something that has been so helpful, uh, especially going to high school all week and then coming here on Sundays and just being encouraged again by all of you and by our leaders and by Aaron. Um, remember that there's mentors all around you, and those people in the back are leaders. They don't just come here to sit in these slightly uncomfortable chairs every Sunday and just stare at our heads, but they're really useful, and they have more experience than we do, and just talk to them sometime. They want to pour into you, and they will if you give them that opportunity, and small groups, be honest with people, be vulnerable. Um, man, those like relationships where you have that ability to just pour into someone else and tell them, like, hey, I've been there, or hey, this is what I'm struggling with. Uh, God placed us in community for a reason, and so use that, um, grow in that. Uh, preach the gospel to yourselves. Um, yeah, that just, uh, I've gone through kind of spiritual deserts before, and I realize how easy it is to forget the gospel of Jesus Christ if we don't preach it to ourselves daily. Um, and in doing that, when we preach the gospel to ourselves and we realize that good news, how good it is, then we can preach it to others. And your schools are such a good place for discipleship. Like, there's people all around you. You're stuck in a building for seven hours, five days a week. Like, you can look at it that way or you can see it as a mission field. And I look back and realize that most of my years there, I didn't do that and um, just remind yourselves of that and be accountable to each other because Aaron preached on that last week and I realized like man I want those relationships more and do that in high school guys that's so important um also grow this community uh invite people um bring them into it and say hi to them be the first person to run up and might be awkward at first but that's what kept me coming uh, I remember Michaela Weller, Katie Olson coming up to me my first night, and I was like a scared little eighth grader. And um, But yeah, I kept coming back, and then um, 
God kind of worked through them to get to me. And um, also remember that as you're in high school, uh, it'll get really busy. It always does. Um, there's so many things to fill up your time with and make time for God. Um, it's so important. And um, I love all of you, and I'm very thankful for And also, I have a gift. Um, it's in the back. I'm going to go grab it, but I don't see it. This is like a donation, but uh, we were all on mission trip. You might know what this is, but so, so this isn't really, yeah, this, I'm just going to take him out, but. <laughs> So I'm giving the youth group Jimmy. Um, some of you might not know who this is, but he's been on every mission trip with me, and you guys should. Get <laughs> this is a weird way to end this. It's like all emotional, and I'm holding a pillow pet panda. But um, yeah, if you guys want to like take him on like beach retreats and mission trips, if someone forgets their pillow, he's really he's not that comfy, but it's still like a pillow. And so, but yeah, I'm giving you guys Jimmy. He has a hole too, but um, yeah, that's my spiel. But yeah, thank you. That pillow will come on every trip forevermore. Let's <laughs> hit the Lord. Uh, thank you, Nicole. Um, I was going to cry, so I stopped talking. But uh, I guess the, the memory that comes to mind is, I guess, the most recent memory is when you uh, preached God's word to us at the mission trip. Um, that was so neat. Um, and the last, and certainly not least, uh, Alex. Um, Again, I struggle with what to say, but Alex, you're a brother to me. Um, you're more, much more than a student, and um, I want you to know that you have taught me um, so much about the Christian life that I don't think you're ever aware of. And I think <clears throat> I've never met a young person as apologetic and repentive as you, um, uh, corporately and uh, um, just me and you. Like, you'll stand up in front of the group and say, hey, guys, I was out of line. I apologize. Uh, like, I'm just saying, as the youth pastor, like, I just am put to shame by your, um, by your maturity in the Lord. And so it has been an honor to see you grow um, and to become a man of God. So, Alex, get up here, man. thing about going last you get like the last word but at the same time you have to sit through everyone else's speech like really nervous like <laughs> man I'm glad I wore a white shirt because you can't really see my pit stains right now. Um, yeah. uh, <clears throat> you gotta get pumped up um, alright um, alright Here we go. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, that's my niece, Lydia. Uh, super cute. Um, here we go. You see, electrons are pretty interesting. Um, yeah, you, you'll see where I'm going. Um, but yeah, I'm that chemistry nerd. Um, okay. Uh, so they're pretty well described as a hybrid between a particle and a wave, which is kind of interesting, um, if you're me. Uh, so that gives them some interesting properties. When an electron absorbs energy, it moves up a certain amount of energy levels. Um, each time it moves up an energy level, it absorbs a quantum of energy. Um, now, this is in a stable state for the electron, so um, it falls back down to its ground state. Um, and this releases light. Um, light is well described as a concentration, or um, some people like to call it a packet of energy. Um, now, this light uh, goes on to um, uh, transfer energy to more electrons. Um, which create more light. Um, so if you see where I'm going, um, this is kind of how wisdom works. Um, and so my goal is to share wisdom with you. Um, I want to say stuff, um, and this might hit you, uh, and it might energize your heart um, to uh, do it better. Because... Um, uh, hopefully, like, so I made a lot of mistakes in high school. Um, none, like, super big, but actually one super big. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought I could get away with saying that, but I crashed my car. Um, being pretty dumb driving fast, so. Um, anyways, hopefully you can see my regret, my pain, in the little mistakes, um, in high school, if I could go back with what I have now, with all the knowledge, with all the wisdom, with all the things I've learned, with all the growth I've gone through with Aaron um, and all of you guys, uh, boy, I could do it a whole lot better. Um, so here's some of my um, advice to the upperclassmen. Um, you got to lead. Um, how do I lead? What am I even leading? Um, well, let me tell you. Um, leading as an upperclassman isn't... It isn't really structured. Um, it's more... You're just living life with everyone, and everyone looks up to you. Um, so that means um, you got to talk to people. Um, you got to talk to the lower classmen and you got to um, pour into them. Um, don't give up on that. Um, I didn't do very good at that. I did okay, but um, I'm saying this because like, you could be better than me and that would be super awesome to watch. Um, and you got to live life together. Um, you got to spend time with people outside of youth group, build really good friendships because these people in this room are going to be the best of friends. Yeah, I've found my best friends at church because um, they're just like you and they want friends too. And 
Yeah. Uh, they usually have the same goals as you uh, to pursue God. Um, not just general, um, like ideas uh, for going through high school. Um, don't waste your time. Um, I wasted a lot of time uh, on one of these. Whose is this? Oh, it's it's recording. That's cool. Um, yeah, uh, don't waste time on your phone. Um, and don't waste time doing stuff you don't care about. Um, I played a lot of sports, and I'm thankful for all of it, but um, at a certain point, I had priorities of um, God, family, friends, school, um, and then sports and work and all that. Um, and when you put a bunch of stuff together, um, like work, school, family, friends, and then sports on top of that, um, I quit my senior season in basketball. I could have been on varsity. Um, take my example and make a hard decision. Um, my relationships weren't getting the time that they needed, um, uh, so I cut out sports. Um, but then work came in, um, and they wanted more of my time, uh, and they paid me for it. So I was like, oh, wow, okay, so I can make money. Um, the problem with working uh, is you're... You don't realize how valuable time is until you start giving it away to people for money. Um, <laughs> I want that time back, you know? Uh, the money I have now is not worth that time. Um, I wish I would have spent it with people. Um, I hope you can see my regret. Um, and uh, don't waste your time. Um, people are going to tell you that all your life. Um, excuse me. And you're going to take it for granted. Um, but I know it's not a waste of time for me to tell you not to waste your time. Um, now, what should be your biggest priority um, is God. Um, never, never, ever uh, put anything in front of God. Um, always make time for Him. Um, whether that's like you're needing to read your Bible and it's 1 a.m., you still got to read it. Um, if you read it at night, whatever. If you read it in the morning, that's different. But um, uh, don't neglect relationships, um, friendships, because uh, that's how you're going to grow. Um, that's where I've grown. Um, Don't neglect God, uh, and um, high school is a really good opportunity. Um, running start is too. Uh, you only have a few years, and it goes by really fast. And a million people will tell you, um, and you won't listen. Uh, when you reach the end of high school, you're gonna regret the things that you didn't do, um, the time that you didn't spend with people. Um, the hard things that you didn't do. Um, uh, luckily, I did some hard
hard things. I told God that I will literally do anything for you. Um, if you, if your spirit leads me, I will do anything for you. Um, and when he really wants me to do something, he brings that to mind, and I get this really, like, interesting feeling where, like, like, so like get on your knees in worship uh raise your hand i mean raising your hand is kind of cliche but um sometimes like pit stains um sorry uh so do hard things for god um you're gonna grow like that um when you're challenged you're gonna grow um and uh, be honest. Um, it's kind of something that, like, I don't know, just, like, established I have to be honest. Um, like, I can't lie. Um, uh, and if I do, i got to say sorry as soon as I can. Um, that's really powerful when you can only speak truth um, People can believe you, people can trust you, um, and uh, your words are going to come with a lot more meaning and a lot more power. Um, if you let yourself lie, let yourself fib, let yourself exaggerate, um, people eventually pick up on that, and it, I don't know, stories are good, but um, I think truth is better um, if you have good stories, yeah, um, if you get what I'm saying. Um, and being honest kind of goes along with uh, being able to make a mistake um, and own it, you know. Um, I've had to figure that out recently. Um, when you make a big mistake, um, it is surprising how much grace there is. And you just got to own it. And you gotta work through it. Um, if you if you if you don't do that, you do it the hard way. Um, it feels hard, but it's really the easy way um, to work through stuff. Being honest, hundred percent honest. Um, so that kind of leads into being vulnerable. Um, find someone that you can tell every secret. Um, that's Blake for me. He knows every secret of mine. Um, I've, I'm free, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, hopefully you're challenged by that. Uh, thank you, Alex. Yeah, I know it's nice. It's not about me, um, and I appreciate you seniors saying a few words. Um, I'm just going to speak for maybe like three minutes, and then we're going to sing one song and be done. Um, um, let me read from, from the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians 2. Uh, Paul, speaking about his own ministry, he says, And I, when I came to you, brothers, did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God with lofty speech or wisdom, you would almost make it seem like he's talking about me. Nothing. Okay. Anyways. Maybe you guys disagree with that. Did not come to you proclaiming a lofty speech or wisdom. But here, verse 2. This is what he did. 
For I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my message were not implausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith might not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Um, it's funny, as I heard all of you talk, I, I just think of all the conversations I've had with you the last couple of years, whether it's in IHOP or before or after youth group, um, or at McDonald's or at the mission trips, um, uh, the Sonic parking lot, all the conversations we have for you. And, and it's funny, I think people are tempted in, in moments like this to say, here is the one last thing I have to tell you before you go. Here it is. D- don't, don't forget this one thing. And, and, and here's what I can boldly proclaim, that there isn't one last thing I have to tell you. Um, our goal, and when I say our goal, me and the leaders here and the church, um, is to simply remind you to insist that you remember Jesus Christ and Him crucified. There isn't more knowledge. There isn't more things. It is always back to the gospel. And therefore, my desire is to be like Paul, who resolves to know nothing but Jesus Christ and Him crucified. Um, life is an adventure. It is fun. It is a wonderful gift and blessing to enjoy the things we get to enjoy. And I'm excited for you as you embark in your futures and you pursue careers and as you guys will one day find spouses and have your own families. Um, I'm eager to see what your life will be like. I'm eager to see how the gospel took root in your life. Um, But here's what I will say. At times, life will not seem like those things. The Christian life is not always intuitive. Sometimes the Christian life is a struggle and a challenge. You will have hard things happen to you. And I think you already know that because as I look at you, I'm sure all of you can nod in agreement to that. And when those times come and discouragement sets in and we find ourselves being in a place that we thought we never would be in, where we've compromised on issues and sins that we said we never do, um, here is my reminder and my encouragement to you um, and let me say it by just quoting the words of Jesus in, Matthew, in John sixteen thirty three. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Uh, the battle is done. Jesus has done it. Um, the pressure is off of us. That We don't have to maintain or work or earn. We simply get to rest. And, that, and that's my, my encouragement to, to not just you or leaving, but to every single one of you. He just rest in Jesus. Rest in what he has done. Rest in what he's accomplished. It is a kingdom received, not a kingdom to build. It is a kingdom to receive. And so always remember the words of Jesus who says, Take heart, my little child. I have overcome the world. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the work that you've done in the lives of these students. I pray, Lord, that by your grace you continue to grow them and build them into disciples who are strongly rooted in the gospel. Help us, Lord, to never look at our own dependence, to our own effort, our own strength. But, Father, I pray that we would have faith in Jesus. And by having faith in Jesus, we would rely, we would depend, we would rest in His righteousness and His death and resurrection. Thank you, Lord, that when we sin, uh, Your love for us doesn't flinch one ounce. So, Father, I pray 
for protection for these students as they go out and they um, get jobs and get educated. I pray that you surround them by Christians to remind them of the same things that they were told here, um, the gospel, the, the, the crazy, ridiculous, unexplainable love that you have for us. Help us to never take for granted um, the grace that you have so freely given us in your son Jesus. And we pray all this in his wonderful and precious name. Amen.